I endorse the Danny app. She can make eBay great again. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to Niche to Profit. So you saw that little, little endorsement I got right there as you know, before we actually started the show. And, um, and so I, Scott here, my director, did not understand the reference. So I just want to make sure you guys all know that that's, that's my little Trump guy there. Um, <laughs> he studied to play that part very, very hard. So uh, he was so proud of himself with that. Um, Basically, you guys saw the topic I put out there that we're going to talk about Trump and what he has to do with your business. And there is a very good reason I did that. And I've gone, I've gone and looked at my little statistics and it worked. It did exactly what the point was that I want to bring to you guys today. We are not going to talk about politics. So let me just say that. I just wanted to get you guys here. And by saying Trump... I got people here. I got people to click over and look at the event that I normally wouldn't have gotten. Or maybe they wouldn't have been to the show. So we're going to talk about that because we are going to talk about marketing and ways you can use like current events and trending stuff to pump up your profits. We are also going to look at some of those pesky little items that just are not moving off the shelves in our Why Won't They Buy segment. And I'm going to show you a little auction purchase that I made recently and uh, what I'm going to do with that. We're going to look at some hot sales of the week and uh, whatever else we come up with to talk about because I have no guest today. You're my guest. You bring the questions to the live chat. That's the great thing about being here in the live chat is I can put my glasses on and actually see what you're saying. (laughs) Yes, I I broke them out, okay? I just, it's time to admit I can't see anymore. It's a terrible thing. Yes, thank you. It has to happen to all of us. All right, so let's talk about marketing. Let's talk about what is going on uh, with Donald Trump, not his politics, but what is happening in the world of searches and everybody talking about it. I mean, usually you see uh, in an election year, you know, the the one side talks about their candidates and the other side talks about theirs. And there's a little bit of crossover and bashing and all that. But this is like, I have a friend who is a journalist who is, is so mad at his fellow journalists for, you know, giving attention Uh, when he doesn't think it's due. And the thing is, what Trump has done that I want you to take note of, he isn't just out there running for the presidency. He is building a brand as he's doing this. He has a very, very well thought out strategy for how he's getting out there. And you will see him repeating the same words and saying the same things. and, And not that he's disingenuous or not. I'm not going to go there. Some think he is, some think he's not. But the fact of it is he's being so consistent. He has started this movement of let's make America great again. That was the reference in my little opening video there, by the way, you know, just saying. Um, It's all about make America great again. And the big thing is he is pushing on people's pain points, no matter what side of the fence people are on. He's pushing those pain buttons. And that, my friends, is how marketing goes viral. Because everybody out there has something in their life that affects them day to day. It's why they buy. It's why they shop. He's so cute, isn't he? He's much, much cuter than Trump. Um, And we did get that wig on Amazon, by the way. 
You can have last minute ideas of doing something. And oh, let me order a wig. I love it. Two day shipping. Um, But back to my point. So here's the thing, you guys. You cannot be afraid to get out there and take advantage of what's happening in the real world. And I don't mean take advantage of people. I don't mean lie or cheat or do anything uh, immoral. It's, But it is a marketing point. You need to be in front of people. And the way you do that is you come up in searches. And I, I'll tell you, there's a, there's a little site that I go to. Let's see if I can pull it up. And oh, duh, it's right in front of me. Um, it's whatstrending.com. There's a couple different ways you can see this stuff. This is one that I use. And it's going to show you what's really trending, what's popular. They get their information off of search engines. So they're gathering data based on what people are typing in and searching. And I'm telling you, Facebook has this stuff down too. You know, you can find an interest on Facebook and see how many people are are geared into that. Um, but really, if you find those things that you can use and then twist it around so it makes sense for your business, use it. People are searching. Then here's the other piece. So you come up in a search, you got to have something compelling that makes them want to click. You'll notice this week I do an event on Facebook for the for the show every single week and I pretty much use the same graphic. I didn't this week. I used a picture that I got legally and paid for and oh, you know what? Let's see do I still have I don't know if I still have Facebook up on here. I can I can probably pull that up and show you. In just a The trick is that I have to keep talking so we don't have dead air and think and type all at the same time. I can do this. It's like yeah, it's like, you know, rubbing your belly and chewing gum and all that stuff. Let's see. Uh, da, 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 da. And we almost got it here. It's a very slow computer. It's a borrowed computer. Because if you were here last week, you may have noticed that... Um, oh, come on. Right here. My, yeah, that's that's pretty much what happened to my computer last week. It died and fried, and it's uh, it's still waiting to have its proper burial, but it's definitely going to be buried. Okay. Let's see if I can. All right. So I think we can pull this up, right? Yes, yes. Can we show them? So I went and I bought this picture on one of the sites where you can go buy a picture so that you can use, and I put my own little addition to it. I went over to a site called canva.com. Great little free site. And I put the little text buttons and just, you know, made it about me. It just made it about me. Um, But the thing was that I used the word Trump in the title of my show. I put a picture of Trump that comes up, you know, when people are scrolling through the timeline, it makes people stop and go, oh, what now? Because that's a trending thing. It's like a train wreck, you guys. Even if you don't want to see it, you have to stop and look. It's happening. I'm not saying he's a train wreck. Gosh, I got to be careful. Yeah, nobody like twists my words here. Because um, I know I got I got friends on both sides of this this whole political fence. And I'm just, I'm just staying right down the middle here with this show today. Um, but the point is, I got more response from this event um, promotion then I have the last 10 shows. It's crazy. It's crazy. And and that's what will happen in your business as well. And you guys know I'm a big, big promonent, pro, promonent, proponent of blogging. See, I was already like getting ready for that blogging word. A big proponent of blogging. And the reason is blogging is very, very current stuff to Google. Like you put fresh content that's related to the other content that you're putting up and it's consistent. And then you got people clicking over and reading and all that, that really, really boosts you in Google searches. So you add that, you know, with something that's relevant that people are searching for. Oh, look, your blog page comes up and you guys might've noticed this. Now, my site, we don't even want to talk about the mess that is my site right now. When I was blogging, 
Um, you guys might remember a little movie that came out back in February called Fifty Shades of Grey. Another very controversial thing going on. Uh, lots of talk about it, lots of searches, lots of, you know, just tons of stuff out there. And so I wrote a couple of blog articles at the Fifty Shades of eBay. Anytime you can get that, you know, Fifty Shades in there, boom, people were compelled to come over and read. Some people wanted to come over and read so that they could, you know, write something not so nice to me. Um, that happens too. It's all, it's all good. Uh, but the thing is, kind of gearing in on those things that are happening and that are on people's minds. And I know this, uh, you know, there's people that have trouble with this, but when somebody famous dies, especially if it's an artist or somebody who wrote a book or a famous actor that's in, you know, some movie that is out there, I, write about it, write about it. If, if it fits in your niche, let, let me let's like just put that in there too. I mean, if you don't sell anything to do with Star Wars and never are going to, maybe you don't want to write about, you know, a Star Wars actor dying. That's really bad. We don't want to think about a Star Wars actor dying, do we? No. I don't know why that one came to my mind. Uh, but I hope you're getting what I'm saying here. It's so, but on the other hand, Star Wars is coming out in a couple of months. And this is something that's, I mean, you've got your hardcore Star Wars people out there that are searching. They're commenting. They're finding anything they can about Star Wars because they just love it. So if you write a blog post that has some reference to, you know, Yoda. I mean, there's lots of stuff you can write about Yoda that has really nothing to do about Star Wars, but can be about your business. It can be about some other stuff that you sell. Um, I have some clients that have a store that it, everything's about fun. You know, there it's fun-sational finds and good golly, they can, they can, you know, they, I don't know that they, whether or not they have Star Wars stuff in there, but that's fun stuff. They could do like a little cartoon with, you know, some Yoda thing or sabers. And I, can you tell I'm like really up on the movies, but use it, use it to your advantage because that gets people over to your business, which is what it's all about. Uh, after we come back from uh, a little commercial, we're going to talk about how this applies to your niche and how if it's not associated with your niche, you can still use it. So we will be right back after this. Millions of online sellers are looking for one identity to use in thousands of platforms. E-Rated manages your reputation by importing unlimited social media, marketplace, and behavioral data. It reveals your cross-platform performance, compares it with competitors, and calculates your e-worth. And it gives you the tools you need to improve sales and find room to grow. Discover your e-worth and your own reputation. Shareyourreputation.com. And just real quick, they just got uh, some integration with Shopify and your own WordPress website. Just saying, if you haven't gone over or got your account yet, you want to go do that. All right. Marketing, marketing. So here's the thing, guys. You can have the absolute best products in the world. And if you do no marketing, you're going to get no sales. Now, eBay does some marketing for you. It's already driven the traffic over to eBay and brought people in there to go shopping. But many of you are also experiencing the pain that it ain't what it used to be eBay used to be the only game in town, and it used to be where everybody went. And last spring, not not 2014, spring of 2014, they had a couple of little issues that sent hundreds of thousands of people away from the site. Um, that number one was a security breach. That was big, big news. Um, they made everybody change their password, which I never like. This one gets me because. Um, I went and I actually did an interview on Fox Business News about this. And they had this expert uh, security analyst guy on there. And I didn't know that this breach had happened about three months prior before they let us know, right? So pretty much that whole um, 
change your password was like, yeah, thank you. Thank you. Yes. Um, that was like closing the barn doors after you let the cows out already kind of thing. It, it was, it was silly. Um, the whole password change was, was a whole CYA kind of thing. Sorry if anybody was watching from eBay. Got to call them as a CM. Uh, and what it ended up doing was making a whole lot of people not come back to the site. Because anytime you make something a hassle, you are going to lose people. And e-commerce is becoming way too easy that if anything stands in the way of making that buy, people just aren't going to do it. They're just, they're, they're going to go someplace else. They're going to go click on the next. I'm telling you, that is why free shipping is so, so effective because doing math in your head and adding those two things together is an extra step. They got to really want it or your price has to be really, really competitive in order for them to make that buy. Uh, so eBay did this, which was bad in and of itself. And then Google did this wonderful update and Google and eBay were not playing well together for quite some time. And, and that was really uh, another nail in the coffin, um, so to speak. It's not dead yet, but it was getting there. And I have it from from very good inside information that eBay was teetering on the brink, uh, let's just say. Now, all that being said, those of you who have hung in there and kept up with things, many of you have built your niche, which that's why I have been so focused on this with my appsters over this, this last year is with niche, you can overcome whatever the heck else is going on with search engines and Cassinis and, and all this stuff because you are driving your own traffic based on knowing who you're marketing to. You're talking to that customer that's going to be interested in not just that one thing you're listing, but in everything that you're selling or close to everything. It's, it's like, you know, you're walking through a mall and you see the bed, bath and beyond type shop and you, you go in there. Why? Because you like frou-frou bath gel, right? Okay, so there's one product. You go in there and you walk by. Oh, and they've got these little bath fizzy things. Oh, oh, look at this. And then they got a shampoo over here. And before you know it, you've found about 10 different things that you want to buy because everything was kind of related and appealing to your senses and your emotions. And your online store is no different. You need to pull them in to your virtual store with whatever that one item is. And then as they're looking and seeing what else you sell, they're going, oh, I could add that. Oh, I want that too. And that, and that, and that's how it works. Um, just had somebody post over on the Danny App Facebook group that they had a customer come in and they ended up buying $570 worth of stuff because they were niched. And, and that is really what I want you guys to get is that not that you have to be niched. You can sell stuff. You can be an online yard sale and you can sell stuff all over the place. But it's when you really zero in on your customer and you can market to that customer, uh, both in, you know, direct emails, like after you've gotten the sale, somebody buys something, you now have their email address. You can now send them a little invitation to stay on your list be one of your you know club i have utter, utterly good the utterly good club um it's basically a loyalty program for my returning customers but here's the thing i don't have to send them back to ebay to buy stuff they're my customer now i have phone numbers of dealers all over this country that when i get certain items in i can pick up the phone and have that item sold I mean, that's what you can do with a niche. You get a list of people who will come back and buy from you over and over again. So it isn't just about that one hit and run sale. It's that you're going to list some more stuff. They're going to like that stuff too. And they're going to come back and buy more from you. So that's that's why this niche thing is so important. And before we started the show, um, there was some talk in the uh, chat about trying to narrow in on a niche and, and how niche is too niche. And I'm telling you guys, sometimes it's, it is down to like, 
this tight of a niche and you can have a million dollar business. But you have to do your homework. You have to do your research. You have to know how many buyers are out there searching for that. And I wanted to bring up another little site that I have. Um, if you guys have not gone over and got a Merchant Words uh, account, um, you know what? You need to send me a little email because I can get this to you for uh, nine bucks a month. So don't pay full price. Talk to me. Talk to me. Anyway, it's merchantwords.com. And basically, this is going to tell you how many people are searching for any given thing. So uh, let's just, because we made the theme of the show Mr. Trump. Let's see how many people are typing in Trump. So it tells you every single variation. Now we want to see it. I think we can sort by, doo -doo 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 -doo. this is unsorted. Let's go highest search volume. Donald Trump, 1,240,000 searches per month right now on Amazon. This is just Amazon, but Amazon really is a gauge of e-commerce out there. It tells you what people are looking for. Um, so you got Ivanka Trump, 895,000. This is just, this is amazing to me. You know, even if you get down to something where it's only, you know, 50,000 searches a month, if you get a little piece of that pie, that's still some good money. I mean, these are just searches. Just think if... You had a thousand people come over to buy a product that you had for 20 bucks. Let's say only 10% of them buy. You do the math. I don't want to do that math. It hurts my head. But the point is, if you've got something hot, then you can niche really, really tight. But be careful. It isn't just a trend. It's something that is sustainable for a period of time because um, there are just some trending items, but... You know, come up, they say, build a better mousetrap. You know, you build a better mousetrap, so to speak, and you build your customer base, you can sell just that better mousetrap for quite some time before you have to innovate and get something else or find something that goes with the mousetrap. A really good example of this. Ah, I love this. I love this. How many of you know about the Dollar Shave Club? It came out of the blue and it was, I mean, they compete on price and you sign up and you get a month's worth of razor blades for like, you can get the dollar version, but really I think most people upgrade to the $4 version, which is a little bit better blade, right? So $4 a month and all they were selling was razor blades. That's it. But man, oh man, they knew who their customer was. They knew the language to use out there in their marketing and social media. And I don't know what their subscription base is, but I know it's huge. And I watch, they come out with new products here and there and they'll send you a sample. Like, But you have to go over, this is so brilliant. You have to go over and click that you want the free sample. Guess what they just did when you did that? They know now that you're going to have this sample product in your hands. And now they can do a little bit of naggy stuff to see how you liked it. Did you use it? Oh, and by the way, here's a special, you know, to order your first uh, shipment of this and, and attach it on. It's just, it's just brilliant marketing. Um, so can you be too niched? And not when it's something like that. I mean, that's all they're selling. They're selling razor blades and stuff that goes with people who use razor blades, you know, the guys. So it's just, it's just awesome stuff. Can your niche be too wide? Yeah. Yeah. And that's what a lot of you sellers out there are doing is you are trying to boil the ocean with a Bic lighter. You can't do it. You cannot make everybody happy. You cannot appeal to everybody. You have to zero in on a certain customer type. You know, I, I've done mine. I sell hundreds of different products, but I know who is shopping in my store and I know what caliber of things they're looking for. So I can't go and start listing, um, used clothing that if my customers that came over and shop from me on, on a repeated basis, start coming over and seeing that I'm listing stuff that they have to scroll through to get to the stuff they want. They're going to get bored 
They're going to be less inclined to come back and see what I newly listed next time. So you have to be really careful with that and make sure everything is is not boring to them, right? When I'm shopping for clothes, I want to be able to go and find clothes that are, appeal to me. I So some of you know about Goodwill versus Savers. I don't shop used clothing in Goodwill. It is a pain in the butt. Savers, they've got it sorted by size, by type. I can go right to what I want. They're like, they're speaking my language. I go there and I spend hundreds of dollars on used clothing. And I, and I say that because you can do the same thing in your store. Make sure your categories are appealing to the type of customer that's coming over, especially with clothes and shoes. People want to search by their size and then they want to narrow it down to, but I'm looking for, you know, a, a pair of pumps or um, a pair of sandals, you know. Just just remember, you guys, people are lazy. Just keep that in mind. Cater as much to that as you can as you're setting up your, your shop and doing your marketing. Don't confuse them. Make things really, really easy for them to, to make the buy. Like, really clear, call to action. Here's what you need to go do, and this will be at your door kind of language that you need to give them. Good stuff, good stuff. And, and you know, I have seen some really cool marketing going on out there. I, I'm not saying you guys aren't doing this because some of you are really taking this to heart and you are going for it. And I am going to start featuring some of these stores on the show. So um, be watching for that because some of you are doing a whole lot of really good work with this. And I want to definitely give you a, give you a shout out. So we're going to take another quick break. And when we come back, oh, I'm going to show you what I bought at the auction. I'm Danny Ackerman of thedannyapp.com. And what I do is inspire, motivate, and empower online sellers to grow a six-figure business. I have been doing the coaching side of my business for three years. And I have been an online seller for, oh my goodness, this is my 17th year. We have uh, group coaching programs. We have private coaching programs. Uh, I do in-person live events all around the country. I do a large three-day event here in Las Vegas called More Fun, Bigger Profits. And it's all about helping people build a plan, taking action, and reaching their goals in their online business. You can come find out more about me at thedannyapp.com. Please come find out more about me. No, just just come and sign up and be an appster. That's the way to go. It's 10 bucks a month. And then you don't have to wait till Thursdays. Like we do this kind of stuff all the time. All right. So I took a little trip to the auction. Um, I've kind of gotten back into my auction thing lately, which is just my absolute love for sourcing. Oh, you guys, it's amazing what you can get at auctions. Uh, real quick, before I show you um, my screen here, I got, I, I, this is so cool. This is a Jimmy Choo purse, which is now a Jimmy Moo purse with my little cow. No, this is an authentic, yes, authentic Jimmy Choo purse. For those who don't know the name Jimmy Choo, let's just say this is about a $500 purse used. Yeah. Take a take a little guess what I paid for it. Yeah. Go ahead. Go ahead, guess. Come on. And now, when I actually bid on this, I didn't know if it was authentic or not. So this is something I want to tell you. Be willing to take some calculated risks. They're guessing in the chat. We got, no, I paid a little more than 10, a little more than 20. Good guesses, though, because you guys know me. No, I paid more than five. I was surprised that I got it for just 30 bucks. $30. $30. I, I don't think they knew the name Jimmy Choo at this auction because they had coach purses that like went through the roof. 
nobody knew Jimmy Choo. Um, so yeah, so I, I, but I'm torn. I told my husband, I said, I want to keep it. I want to use it for a while. So I'm, I'm debating with myself. But then I have to go, would I pay $500 for a purse? Yeah, probably not. So it's probably going for sale. So, <laughs> but that's what you can do at auction. So um, I, uh, I found that they were doing this auction online and I bid online. I never previewed this stuff. Reason being, it was all brand new stuff. It was a liquidation for a gardening center. And uh, this is from Nellis Auction. And it's uh, one of the auction houses that I visit here. They were at my event, by the way. This was um, uh, Ken ran the auction at the More Fun, Bigger Profits event. So that's how I kind of got to know about them and know that they do all of their auctions online. So I went and I just, I did a little research before and I'd go in and I'd place a bid. Uh, but you can see that I, I paid very, very little for, for many of these things, um, including this rain chain. These rain chains, I actually just sold um, something very, very similar for $69.99 on Amazon. And I paid a whopping six bucks for that. Um, this, uh, this is a I think, I think, uh, let me try to open it in a new link so I don't lose my little page here. Let's see if we can see what it is. Oh, yeah, look. Um, this is one of those things you put your, your wind the hose on. It's, um, it's, it's like cast iron, and it's a, a horse with a wagon wheel. I'm going to sell that sucker for about 70 bucks, and I bought it for 20 It's a beautiful thing. Um, let's see what else did I get? And then I got a lot of these are all the same thing. Let me find one. This, this was like the, the score here. Pull this open here. These are, uh, these ornamental copper sprinklers and they're hugely, hugely popular right now. Let me pull it up on Amazon and show you what I'm talking about. Copper ornamental sprinkler. All right. So here's one, 36. So they've gone way down, but nobody else has this. They go up to like $170. Mine have dragonflies on them. Mine are going to be listed for $69.99. Uh, see, this is so silly to me that these sellers do this. They don't need to sell them this cheap. Um, I don't let that phase me. I do not put anything uh, based on... Uh, competing on price, I don't reprice down and keep going. I don't do that because what happens is these guys end up selling out and then mine will sell. But I get my own page on these. Nobody else has the dragonfly ones that I bought. They're going to be $69.99 and I paid about five, six bucks a piece for them. So, but then we got them home and I'm like, oh shoot, we have to ship these things. Uh, and they're big, they're big. And I thought, Oh, we can do this. So hubby and I have been kind of brainstorming how we're going to bubble wrap these and put them in a box and ship them off to Amazon. We already figured out, you know, they're oversized. It's going to cost about $1.50 a month per sprinkler to store them. So you have to do some calculations. How quick will they sell and, and all that. We're not going to send them all in at once because we are going into, you know, the fall winter months. Sprinklers are not as much on people's minds. Um, but the thing is, I'm going to send these off to Amazon, and then I'm going to also list them on eBay. Not on my Utterly Good Stuff account. These don't, these don't fit that customer. I have another account that these will fit just fine on. And the cool thing is now, when they sell, Amazon's going to ship them for me. I don't have to deal with them ever again. Out of my hand. Yes, eBay will fulfill... I mean, Amazon will fulfill your eBay orders if you've sent it in and it's in the warehouse. It's a beautiful thing. I'm we didn't have this stuff to do retail, you know, 25, 30 years ago. Uh, anybody who's been in retail past the point where the internet exploded knows what I'm talking about. It's just, you had to have a, you know, a shipping department and, and storage and all this stuff. It's like we have, we're so spoiled now. We are so spoiled now. It's, but it's awesome. It's awesome stuff. So you guys watch for liquidation type stuff at, at you know auctions near you. Go to auctionzip.com, find auctions near you. This kind of stuff goes through all the time. And even though uh, there was a lot of stuff in this auction that bored me silly, you know, uh, it, stupid little you know 
gaskets and sprinkler head stuff. And I, I didn't deal with any of that. I went straight to the stuff that I knew that I could sell on both Amazon, eBay. Oh, yes. And I have them down at my booth at the antique mall as well to sell in person. So a multi-purpose kind of selling. And they're, and they're really, really popular. So that's a big old ka-ching. And the thing is, I got lots of room to play in the price. I can list them at 70 bucks. I can still go half price and make a lot of money. So be careful with auctions, though. The adrenaline starts flowing. You can, you can get a little carried away. It's happened. Ask my husband. He went with me on Sunday. We had some fun. Rare Disney items. Oh. All right. So now let's talk about some stuff that's just not selling. And uh, yes, why won't they buy? This comes from Beth Kelly. And she says, me again. And hey, I have no problem with it being you again. Because Beth is one of the people who is just like working like a crazy lady on her business. And I am predicting that she is going to have her absolute best fourth quarter ever. Um, She's got an amazing newsletter that she's putting out now to her customers. And it's, it's, it's awesome. And she sells clothes. So... If you're a clothes buyer, go check her out. It's uh, Busy Bethy on on eBay. But here's one of her listings. It's item number 2012-9096-7920. Let's see. These have been listed since February 18th with 286 views. Lowered the price a while back and there are two watchers. So um, it's funny that she she has a a pair of Jimmy Choo's because we were just talking about that. But what I found in doing a little research about this is of all of the styles of Jimmy Choo, these, um, and, 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 and I have the name for these, and you know, it's just running amok through my head. Um, these are not the most popular, let's just put it that way. Um, people like the ones that are, are more strappy with the slingback heel and all that. These are the open heel um, and by the way, one of the terms you can use on this is kitten heel when it's kind of that little short. Um, but again, I think there's some ordering in the uh, title that is preventing just the right person from coming over here. Now, obviously, you've had 286 people look at it, but you're getting 286 people that may have been disappointed when they came over here. It wasn't exactly what they were hoping to see. Um one of the things I did find researching these a little bit is these are not considered strappy for some reason. Um, I know that the, the design would appear so, but um, when people are putting in strappy, they're hoping to get like what I was talking to you about. The, the, the slingback goes all the way around the heel and all that. So I would probably, um, and I don't know how much you have into these, um, but if they were mine... I would run them on auction. I would start them at ninety nine ninety seven. You know, drop them way down. Um, hopefully, you paid less than fifty bucks for them. I don't know. Is Beth in our chat today? I haven't seen her in the chat today. Um, hoping, hoping she bought really, really smart on these and has a lot of room to to play with and put those on auction. They they should sell in the hundred to hundred and twenty five dollar range based on. The results I found. So in this case, you know, there's not a whole lot wrong with this listing, except it's just a price point. And, and even with the make offer, it's just a little bit out of the range. If you don't want to go that low on auction, I'd bump it to $199.97 because psychologically, seeing the one first is a lot different than seeing the two first. And that's a $50 difference. So that could get the offers kind of rolling in because that's how that brain works. So... Very cool that you got it. I want to hear the backstory on how much you paid for these too. Acquiring minds want to know. If they were my size, I'd probably buy them. But they're not my size. All right. Our next one. This comes from Jess. Jess Paris. I think I saw Jess. Yes, Jess is in the chat. Uh, this listing is five months old. These are dip bowls, platter, set of three vintage sweet pea pod. Green Pier 1 Imports uh, Porcelain. So again, we've got that title issue. We need to tighten that up. And I have to tell you, when I first saw dip bowls, like, and I'll tell you, 
You do know that eBay truncates, meaning they shorten what people see in the words in your title in that link. Um, so when I see dip bowls platter, that's kind of eh, it's too generic. It doesn't trigger me. Now, if you add those words, uh, vintage sweet pea pod dip bowls platter, then I'm going to see the, oh, the pea, oh, the pea pod. And it's super cute. And let's see, is there a picture of it together? See, I'd use that picture first. I'd use that picture that shows them sitting on the platter the way, because it's just, think about staging a home, why they put furniture in, why they put decorations in, because people like to see it the way it's going to be. They want to, clothing on a model, they want to see how it looks filled out and and all of that and imagine that, okay, that's what I'm going to look like if I wear that. Many people get that wrong, but just saying. Uh, but in this case, they want to see what this looks like to go on their table and, and what use. And then you can separate it and and put it back. This is super cute. Super cute. This should totally sell. And I did not... Um, I did not pull up. Uh, all right. I'm going to lose this. I may not get back to it, but that's okay. I'll remember it. So let's just look. It's a Pier 1, so it's a brand. Pier 1. I'm just going to put P. Pier 1 P. Oh, yours came up in best match first. Probably because I was already looking at it. You know, eBay's smart that way. Um, it's going to bring up the stuff that uh, it knows that you have an interest in. So, so it's the only, it's the only pure one P thing that comes up. So interesting. Did they not make a line of these? Anybody know? Oh, here we go. Here's some vegetable. Ooh, vegetable. Vegetable is another good word to put in there. Because if somebody's not specifically looking for the P, but they want a vegetable themed table, that's the word they're going to put in. And it looks like that's what people are putting in. So there's the eggplant thing and the sauce bowl. Oh, here's two peas in a pod. Oh, peas in a pod. See, people do put in peas in a pod too. And there's the salt and pepper. So yay. So you've got the only one, which is like a really good thing. So I don't think your price is, is off. I think your price is fine. I think just fixing up that title. I think I think saying um, one, two, three. That's a four-piece set, by the way. Yeah, I can count that. That's a four-piece set. And... Um, is it vintage? Is it over 20 years old? Remember, vintage is over 20 years old. So be really sure it is a vintage item because sometimes you can say vintage and turn people off. Maybe they're not looking for vintage. I might even test that. Take vintage out of the title and just put it as what it is. Your customer for this item is somebody who wants a cute table, right? They, they Maybe they're having a party, you know? It's, it's all about the cute. It's not about the vintage, I bet. So I'd say, yeah, I'd put, um, I'd put, um, I don't know if I'd put set of three. I'd put um, four piece, take out the set, four piece, uh, pier one, peas in a pod or pea in a pod, and then put the, um, the, um, and, and veg I put vegetable a little bit further down so it's in there, but it's really about those being the, the, the peas, peas in a pod and put the picture that shows it all together. Ah, it's super cute. It'll sell. It's holiday season. That's going to sell. People are having parties. Super cute thing. All right. Who do we got next? Ah, this comes from Lori Grohl Sadowski. Uh, thought Disney stuff sold, and this is so cute. I've had it listed for at least six months. Disney Minnie Mouse wood puzzles, eight total puzzles, new jigsaw, Daisy Duck. So yes, it is cute, but this is one of those things that I bet there's lots of them out there, and I, it does look like the kind that they have been selling um, like in Walgreens. I hate to say that. Uh, but let's look. So it's made by Cardinal. It's Disney Wood Puzzles. I'm just going to go over here real quick. Let's look and see. Disney Wood Puzzles. Dun, dun, dun. Oh, there she is. That's her, isn't it? There she is. So $14.99 is what they can get it for over on Amazon. And there are some things where people are price shopping so um, this is going to be a price issue. And I can't tell if you, I don't think you have free shipping on this because it's saying calculate. So it's just, I, I think you can get away with $19.99 with free shipping. 
and get it sold on eBay. Um, also, I would watch your title. You've got puzzles on here twice. So I would call this Disney Minnie Mouse uh, Wood Puzzles set of eight. Is it set of eight? I think. Let's see. It's eight. Yeah, you can say set of eight. You can say set of eight. And then also put the UPC in your item specifics. See, no item specifics here. You guys, fill out those item specifics. Oh my goodness gracious. If you've got an UPC code or some kind of product identifier, eBay gave you the clue that this is super important stuff now for search. And anything you have with a UPC code, put it in there. Put it in there because if somebody's, uh, I'm not quite sure about the scanning part yet, but I bet it's coming to where they're scanning, you know, generically like on the Amazon and app stuff. And, and somebody's going to create something that's going to pull it up on all the sites. If it's not there, it's coming. Just mark my words. So you want that UPC in there so that if somebody is just scanning or they're putting in the UPC code, boom, you want your item to come up. Uh, so, you know, and it's funny because, okay, so my, my, this wonderful computer with all its little security stuff that my husband loaned me won't let me see what else is down here, which is something to take note of. Um, yeah, this is okay. Some brand new cellophane torn in the front. Slight mark on Minnie Mouse's cheek because of that. So see, technically, um, you can't really call this new. I wouldn't call it new if it's got that. Um, you got to be really careful with that. You don't want to get those dings because somebody is not going down there and reading that if the condition says new. They're not looking for any condition issues. So um, super, super careful on that, you guys. I don't want you to get those defects over that. Um, you want to change that to, uh, you can call it like new. That's when like new works really, really good. But then you can make note of those little condition issues. Issues. All right. Thanks, guys, for sending those in. We uh, post the thread on Wednesdays. We call it Why Won't They Buy Wednesday over on the Danny App Facebook group. Come on over, post your stuff. Just because you didn't get on the show doesn't mean we don't talk about it over there. So you can still get some help with stuff. How about some hot sales? Do, do, do. I need some theme music for hot sales. That's not theme music. Okay, we'll take it. Okay, they, you guys didn't hear that. Oh, such a good thing. No, just kidding. Just kidding. I hurt his feelings every week. I have to watch that. Yeah, he'll get over it. All right, hot sales of the week. Let's talk about these. This is from Dova Smith. I don't I have not seen Dova in our chat today. She bought this Yadro Dove at auction two weeks ago. Two weeks ago. For $48 and sold it this past week to someone in Japan. So no shipping cost for her. Even so, that's the thing to remember, you guys. If you're doing free shipping, that's only domestic. Only domestic. That does not count uh, when somebody wants to pay to have it shipped overseas. So she uh, sold it for $149.95. That is triple your money, my friends. And, and you guys... Be willing to pay a little bit more for the better stuff because you make bigger profits. You don't have to list as much. You get a little bit more time. Uh, so all good. And, you know, Yadro is one of those pretty safe bets that if you get it for the right price, you're going to sell it. There's Yadro collectors like crazy out there. And it's eye appealing. Fits all the criteria. Serena. Serena Lee. Love Serena. I got to go on a day with Danny shopping trip with her. And she gets some fun stuff, but she got this. I guess it would help if I actually pulled it up here. She got this paperweight. There we go. Roman Colosseum paperweight, Italian marble, alabaster stone. Uh, at a thrift store while out thrifting with a couple of eBay sellers from her meetup group. And she paid about $4 for it and had it listed at $74.99 with best offer. Just sold for $45. And you might say, oh my gosh, that's like almost half price. And I say, no, that's turning $4 into $45. Yes. 
That's the thing, you guys. I talk about putting those bigger prices on there, but be willing, be willing to make some good money by taking lower offers. Can't go broke making a profit. That's my husband where I got that one. <laughs> I was one I was one of those sellers didn't want to let go of stuff. Uh, the offers would come in. I'm like, counter $10 more than what you're asking because I'm just stubborn that way. No, don't do that. Take those offers. All right. Lisa. Lisa has one of my favoriteest, favoriteest things ever. She learned this from me. Fake fruit. Now you guys are looking at this going, but it was only $9.99. It was a piece of fake fruit, my friends. You can buy them for pennies. Literally, you buy them like in the big old baskets and stuff. They just jumble them all together. So your your price per piece is, you know, 10 cents, 25 cents maybe. And the thing is, they are so flipping easy to list. List them individually and do like sell similar, sell similar, sell similar. Just change which piece of fruit it is and all the little stuff. Man, you can make bank on this stuff. Yes. Yes. Minimum. It's it's $10 a piece for apples and oranges and bananas. But you start getting the funky stuff like, I don't know, the the, the mangoes and, and exotic and kiwi and pineapple and all that stuff. Price goes up. I've sold these pieces for as much as 20 bucks a piece. 20 bucks a piece. And the people that are paying this are people who are using them as props. They're staging homes. They're doing some theater thing. or And you can see in Lisa's title, she knows this. This is a staging prop. Doesn't the value go up substantially when you look at that title saying a staging prop? Oh, it is not just a piece of plastic fruit, right? Which is how most sellers are marketing it. So big ka-ching. I love that. Love the fake fruit. I think I have like two tubs of it that I need to um, get listed. Mom, <laughs> we got to break out the fruit. Ah, I love it. And you're going, oh, wait a minute. But you just said you don't sell cheap stuff. You know why I put the fruit on my utterly good stuff account? Because the people that are decorating, that are buying all that other stuff, also need the fruit to go in it. So they buy it. They buy it. It's a crazy thing. All right, we got time for one more. One more. Let me pull these up right. This is a vintage, oops. It's a wild mouse here we got going. All right, vintage Vogue baby deer one, baby doll, cloth, body, sleep ice, 25 inch, and original box. I'm glad you put all that, that stuff at the end and put vintage Vogue baby deer one, baby doll. I'm telling you that right there is what somebody searched for. Um, this is from Charmaine Bensley. Paid one dollar. One dollar. Yep. She uh, took an offer of $125 plus shipping. Oh, by the way, you guys know you can do that, right? You can play with those best offers, even if you do free shipping, because eBay's language is that the shipping is not included in the offer price. So if you want to counter, if you want to play with that a little bit, um, so do a little math in your head and say, okay, I'll take mm, such and such price plus shipping. You can do that. All right. The buyer bought it for her sister who had same doll as a child. And the buyer has sent me pics of the doll in new clothes, a real sweet buyer you know, anytime your buyers send you stuff like that, that is golden testimonial for your store. She sent you a picture of the doll and its new clothes and some nice email. Ask her if it would be okay if you used that on your website or in, you know, on your blog or told the story. You can you can change their name, you can make it anonymous, but if they send you pictures of the item in use, oh, golden. It's golden. You want that stuff. Yes. Yes. So, and I'm telling you, this goes back to my point on marketing and why people are buying the stuff that they're buying. This was a total emotional purchase. I mean, this was somebody's baby doll. You know, they have that memory. I did this. I did this. I 
found the doll that I remember having and carrying everywhere and and it was making it all grungy because I carried it everywhere. My little sleepy doll, my drowsy, drowsy was her name. And I lost it. I lost pretty much all of my childhood stuff. Um, we don't want to go into that story. Um, but it was all gone. I had, I don't have any of my childhood toys and I saw that somewhere. I didn't even look at the price. Didn't even look at the price. I grabbed it. I bought it. And that's what emotion does for people. You know, you will get people every single minute saying, I can't afford it until it hits a priority button and then they have to have it. And if you market that way, oh, you will have those people not only buying from you the first time, they will feel a connection with you. You market to them again, they will come back. You keep putting things in front of them that makes it so that they think that your store is all about them. They will keep coming back for more and more and more. And here's a good thing that you can do. Analyze this whenever you are shopping not not shopping for things to resell, shopping for your home, shopping for your family, shopping for gifts that you're giving for somebody, whether you're in a retail store or you are shopping online, get in touch with those feelings and what's triggering you as to why you are clicking on certain things over others. What is that touching on you? What made you click over? What were the words that were used in the marketing? Get in touch with that you can transfer that same marketing technique to your store and to your customers. And, and even if you are not niched yet, this works because you can do it with every single listing that you create. If you're using the words and you're touching on the emotions of that customer, you're going to get the sale. You're going to get the sale. When you're not getting the sale, it's because somebody clicked over and something didn't connect with them. They didn't get the warm fuzzies. They didn't feel the benefit of buying that item. Didn't hit it hard enough. And a lot of times that comes from the pictures. Man, you get those pictures, you get those pictures pop in. It's the pictures that really are touching those parts of the brain that are saying, oh, have to have it, have to have it in my hand right now, right now. Yeah. It's good stuff. You guys you can do this. All right, a little bit of news, not much, just a little bit. So many of you know that uh, Devin Wenning is the new uh, CEO of eBay Marketplaces. And the first thing he's kind of put into being is they are going to do a big celebration next week up in San Jose at the, they call it the eBay campus. Um, actually, it's not at the campus, it's close to the campus, but that's that's the headquarters of eBay up there. So with that, I will not be live next week, but we're going to replay the show on shipping for you guys so that you can go back. If you missed that one, come watch it again. And the chat will be live, I think. Well, the chat, yeah, chat will be live. So uh, you guys can come on over and talk to one another in the, in the chat, although I, and and if there are questions that you guys come over and ask in the chat during the show, we will absolutely answer those the following week. We will get to those. All right. And if you're going to be in San Jose, look for me. You guys know what I look like. I don't know what all of you look like. So be sure you come up and say hi, Danny, and uh, let me know that you uh, watch the show. So with that, guys, thank you for being here once again. Man, this hour goes fast. You can catch the replays of not just this show, but all of the shows we've done. If this is like the first one you've seen and you want to go figure out what else we've done, head on over to all the places we replay the Niche to Profit show, which are, God, I love my list now, iTunes. I knew that one. I didn't need to read that one. But uh, what we really would love from you is a review. Let us know what you think about the show over on iTunes. Uh, YouTube, both on the Danny app channel where I put all kinds of stuff. I do a little motivational Monday thing for you as well as putting the show on there. Roku, Stitcher, TuneIn, Chromecast, Apple TV, Google TV, Fire TV, uh, VegasVideoNetwork.com, of course. Uh, all the social media channels, Overcast.ff, 
overcast.fm. And uh, yeah, just go, you do a Google search, you're going to find us. You're going to find us everywhere. And if you're following me over on Facebook, I'm posting about it. I'm inviting you to the show every week. So connect with me over there. And with that, go be profitable. Make it fun. We'll see you next time. 